wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. We take for granted that when we strike a match, a flame will appear, that the rain will fall, and that plants will grow. The powerful and mysterious forces of nature have rarely been explained, because little is understood about the beings who control the natural world. In our show today, Tanya Solberg will talk about the Devic Kingdom, the fairies, gnomes, and elves which make up this kingdom and our interrelationship with it. Mystic FM is produced by the New Zealand branch of the Aetherius Society, a worldwide spiritual organization with centers in Europe, North America, Africa, and Australasia. We were founded in 1955 by a Western master of yoga, Dr. George King, who passed on in 1997. The Aetherius Society are the custodians of a vast amount of spiritual teachings given by beings from this world and beyond, which were received through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. We are a practical organization that holds regular services to send out spiritual power through prayer and mantra to help our suffering world. The Society's motto is service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. Thank you, Julian. I thought that I would start by reading for you all what Bessie Tapsell wrote about Sina Diva. This is published in the Ethereum Society newsletter called Cosmic Voice. One day, when the frost was relenting a little, and the sun was making a dappled pattern on the snow under the trees, I stood and recited a prayer and thanked the divas, who had made it possible for the sun to shine with warmth that day. I glanced down to where about two yards from my feet the snow had melted in tiny circles about four inches in diameter. And there, looking up at me with an eager face, was the tiniest little brown man about four inches tall. His head, approximately the size of a clothes pig top, was covered with a brown cap, round like his head and his pointed face with eager black eyes and a little mouth showed up white against his brown coat, with a crossover cream collar, and he held his arms down but out slightly from his sides. He stood there quite still in one of these circular holes made in the melting snow, looking at me for about five minutes, while the warm radiations of his little heart delighted my heart and eyes. Then he went leaving the leaf he had used for a coat to sink gently down to the moist earth again. But his tiny spirit remained to bless and comfort me after the harsh winter cold. 
Such a lovely experience she had. Although it's quite rare for adults to be able to see divas, it can be quite common for young children to see them and even play with them. Adults often term these to be imaginary friends, and after several years of adults telling the children that they are not real, the child begins to believe it also, and loses the ability to see divas. So for most of us, fairies, gnomes and elves have become just another children's story. So why is it that we cannot easily see the diva kingdom? They are physical beings, living on earth, yet they exist on a different vibratory frame. Let's listen to Dr. King explain this more, using an analogy of two interlocking combs. One comb representing our physical world, and the other comb, the world of the divas. If you can imagine for a moment that all of existence on this earth, as you, you know it, and you can see it, and you can feel and touch it and smell it, everything throughout the material realm and throughout the thought realm too is rather like one comb, these things you comb your hair with some of you, if you're lucky enough to have hair. And if you imagine that that comb is theoretically made in a perfect manner, and an, another comb of existence is also uh, theoretically made in a perfect manner, and both of these combs can be fit together in a perfect manner with the teeth uh, moving uh, towards one another and interlocking in such a manner that the two combs take up the same space as the one comb. If you can imagine a picture like this, uh, then you have some idea of your own relationship uh, with the Devic kingdom. Now, you cannot normally, with the physical eyes, see the Devic kingdom. You cannot actually feel them, or smell them, or touch them. Uh, you cannot detect their presence with the ordinary senses. Uh, you can, of course, detect their presence with the psychic senses. But let's stick to the ordinary senses first. But nevertheless, they are here, right in among you. They are living right in among you now at this very moment. But you are one side of the comb with its different uh, teeth sticking outwards, and they are another side of the same comb with its teeth sticking outwards, and the two combs perfectly fit into one another, so they both occupy the same space through time. So what do divas do? Well, they are responsible for looking after all aspects of nature. They are associated with plants, rivers, mountains, weather, seas and fire. Unlike mankind, however, they work 
according to strict laws. Let me explain this further by giving you an analogy of lighting a match. If you have a dry match, which contains sufficient phosphorus on the end of the match, conditions will be perfect for when you strike the match against the matchbox to invoke a fire diva to be present in the room. Without the diva, this match would not light. You may say that, well, of course the match will light. It always does when the conditions are correct. Well, this is true. But it is the divas who are responsible for making these variables work to produce the expected result. The divas act strictly according to law. So, a dry match plus friction means that you have produced those conditions which are favourable for the invocation of a fire diva who will then create a flame. If, however, you have a wet match and friction, then the conditions would have been unfavourable for the diva to create a flame. Let's listen to Dr King again as he explains this concept further, this time using the analogy of planting a seed. Let's examine what happens when we plant a seed. Uh, we uh, perform a ritual. We perform a magical action by preparing uh, the substance, the chemical substance that we call soil. We prepare this in a certain way. Uh, we feed it uh, with, with certain elements. Uh, and then we take a seed which has been created for us and we put the seed in the ground in a certain way uh, giving it water so that uh, it can uh, swell and so that germination can take place. An average man puts the seed in the ground and that's it. Forgets all about it. Or he might put chemicals on it to make it grow uh, larger or to stop the insects from eating it or what have you. He doesn't realize that he's performed a magic ritual uh, and he has brought to that spot by his ritual he has forced the Devic kingdom which is connected with with the growth of that seed and which must work connected with the growth of that seed he's brought them into that place and they will uh, look after germination. Now supposing he planted that seed in the ground in the same way uh, and he put the same chemicals over it and didn't give it any water but he completely parched that land purposely, what would happen? It would mean that he had not gone through with his magical ritual uh, correctly and the divas would not uh, come to work in that spot and the seed would not germinate. Supposing he froze the ground, supposing he still gave it the same chemical stuff, substance, water, and he froze the ground solid. Uh, if it was a certain kind of a seed, the majority of seeds, it still could not germinate because uh, the divas of germination could not be in that spot. But the divas of frost, believe it or not, would be in that spot and they hold up germination. 
uh, the divas of germination and the divas which uh, watch over and look after the vegetable kingdom uh, and the animal kingdom are commonly referred to uh, as the fairies, the gnomes, and the elves. Just as physical man is existing in different stages of evolution, so also are the divas. Some are male and some are female. Some of these are enlightened beings who have even greater power and wisdom in their own way than any terrestrial master. Some are more primitive and are commonly referred to as gnomes, elves and fairies. The lower divas look after the vegetable and animal kingdom and the higher divas may be concerned with the movement of the seas or tremendous quantities of gas which move from one side of the earth to another. A very interesting book to read on divas is written by New Zealander Geoffrey Hodson. He was a psychic who devoted a special effort to exploring the vast and wonderful world of nature's spiritual intelligences. His book, The Kingdom of the Gods, gives drawings and descriptions of what the divas looked like that he saw. We can get a better understanding of the lesser and higher divas by studying this book. For example, in his section on Lord of the Tree Ferns, he explains that nearly all well-grown trees have attached to them in addition to innumerable nature spirit builders, or lower divas, an advanced nature spirit, which throughout its life remains within or linked to the aura of the tree. The presence of such a being through the constant play of its thoughts and auric energies greatly quickens the evolution of tree life and consciousness. Such nature spirits are subordinate to more advanced beings in charge of groups of tree of the same genus as are found in large woods, forests and jungles. So what we read here is that there is a whole hierarchy of divas operating together in a forest to help the whole of the forest flourish. There are the lesser divas which help the seeds to grow and the forest floor to decompose. And then there are the more advanced divas which look after individual trees and then an even greater diva, which was responsible for the forest as a whole. Geoffrey Hodson saw some of these divas to be over 50 feet tall. I know for my own part that when you go into some forests that contain very old trees, you can really feel a presence, particularly around some of the great cowrie trees up in the Waipu Forest near Dargaville. Some people have even received healing from hugging trees. By sending your love into the trees, the diva of that tree will in turn send an energy to you. In the same way that there are higher divas of a forest, there are also higher divas of a mountain or of an ocean, along with all the lesser divas which perform the myriad of minor tasks. So there will be a diva specifically responsible for the Pacific Ocean, another for the Atlantic Ocean, another for the Tasman Sea. Then there will be one overriding planetary diva, or god, of the sea. Now as I mentioned, their job is to work strictly according to law. They do not deviate from it one iota. 
This law is like an inborn instinct to them, and they ensure that the law works out perfectly. Just like our example with the match. If it is dry, it will light. If certain conditions are brought about in nature, then they will act upon this, causing seeds to germinate, plants to grow, rain to fall, and winds to blow. They have no free will such as we do, but they gain greater freedom because they have put themselves in the hands of the law of karma. They use the energies given to them by the Mother Earth, humanity, and other sources to create all the natural processes upon Earth. Now the Earth is producing harmonious, balanced energy, so then why isn't our weather harmonious and balanced? We don't need to look far to realize that if violent weather patterns are not being produced from the Earth's energy, then they must be produced from the energies we are giving out. The thoughts and energies radiated by mankind directly influence the weather and other geological processes. There are no accidents in the so-called acts of God, such as droughts, floods, cyclones and earthquakes. The divas are impartial and must use the energy given to them. If they receive negative, discordant energies, they must use this energy as well. On the other hand, perfect weather, abundance, freedom from storms and violent earthquakes are the reactions produced when man continually radiates pure spiritual energies onto the devic planes. Unfortunately, mankind hasn't reached a stage where we can control our thoughts and actions in a perfect manner. So if we are filled with feelings like hatred, resentment, bitterness, selfishness or violent emotion, we are, whether we realise it or not, affecting our environment for the worse. It is a king of pollution, of a very serious nature. Consider all the negativity emitted into the ethers by most of the cities in the world, particularly those ravaged by crime or war. The unspiritual energy which is emanated goes to the divas, who then use it according to the law of karma. They have no choice but to create violent weather conditions, resulting in floods, droughts and other forms of devastation. Because these things, according to karma, are the natural result of the energy we give them. It's not that the divas enjoy watching us suffer. It's that they, unlike us, have chosen to work exactly according to the law of karma, which demands this kind of result. Now, as I mentioned, there are lesser and higher divas. Well, a diva of a storm is a more evolved diva who work with tremendous powers within nature. They have had to use some of the negative energy from mankind, which has resulted in a storm. We are now going to play an extract from a lecture by Dr. King, where he sees a mighty storm diva over London. Something about this storm I didn't like. Couldn't fully explain what it was, but I just did not like it. And I felt so strongly impelled to perform certain practices. So I started a certain ritual. I will not tell any of you what it was. Rituals specifically designed to bring the diva of the storm into my presence. I won't tell you what it was because of its great dangers. The diva of the storm came into my presence. He had to according to law. 
Not that I was any greater than him, no, 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 much, much lesser. But according to law, certain things were activated, so according to law he manifested. And if I'd have made one mistake according to law, I would have died in the two worlds. Meditate on that, you'll see what I mean. It would have been a long, long hold-up in a certain path of evolution, not only for one person. So he manifested. And I sent out a tremendous stream of love to that being. Within a half an hour, no, within a quarter of an hour, that storm suddenly went off, and I knew, because I could see quite plainly, that it expended itself over the sea. It, the clouds divided like that, and it just swept away, which goes to illustrate a certain point. And that is this, that even an ordinary person can send out tremendous power and love to the Devic kingdom, and by so doing, they can avert certain awkward happenings. Now, had that storm expended itself on London, I know now that there would have been a lot of flooding, a lot of homelessness, and a lot of misery, and so on. Now, those people had brought it on themselves, but if we can, shall we say, take a hand in manipulating karma, and we know how to do it, we should do it. So there you are. They are immediately answerable to this. And this particular being, by the way, was quite tallish, not exactly, he didn't have legs and arms and so on, he was more egg-shaped, more an intelligence than anything else, and he was a violet colour, and he vibrated. The whole vibrations of the room, in fact, the weight of the vibrations, not the sound of them, they were ultrasonic, but the weight of the vibrations on my eardrums nearly broke them. The pressure which it caused, like this, upon my eardrums almost broke them. It was quite an interesting experience showing that what can happen. Well, Jesus says, blessed are the divas. And blessed are those who send power and energy to the divas because they cannot work with any other tools save the power and energy you send them. And this is one of the great laws of white magic. It's one of the great occult truths. In this extract we heard that by sending love to the storm diva, the diva was able to use this positive energy to disperse the storm. If everyone upon earth possessed only elevated thoughts and actions, thereby releasing the correct power onto the etheric realms, one immediate result would be perfect weather conditions throughout the earth. All violent storms would cease at once. There would be a perfect annual rainfall. The overall climate would become more temperate than it is now. Hurricanes, typhoons and similar destructive weather conditions would soon cease because they are a result of the manipulation of energy by the Devic Kingdom which has been transmitted to them by the violent expressions of emotion, hate, greed and similar negative discolorations radiated by man. You also heard in the last extract Dr. King referring to the blessing given by the Master Jesus. He was referring to the fifth blessing contained in the book The Twelve Blessings, which was a series of blessings given by the Master Jesus 
through the mediumship of Dr. King over 12 consecutive Sundays in 1958. The fifth blessing is a blessing to the thanksgivers. These are the people who realize the existence of the Devic Kingdom and send out their energy and love to the forces of nature, thereby giving the divas the positive, uplifting energy they need to create perfection in nature. Here are a few sentences from this blessing. Blessed are they who have expended enough energy themselves so that, so that they may know of the existence of the Devic Kingdom, and knowing this, live in eternal thanks for its work. Blessed are these ones, they walk in lonely silence upon the shores of many seas, sending out beams of their love to mighty Neptune and his hosts. They labour in a thousand fields, and oft times give thanks unto those who protect the fertility of their seed. They walk through a thousand woods, sending out rays of thought from their minds to those who dwell in man's invisibility therein. I say unto you now that these ones are indeed thrice blessed, for they demonstrate their belief and love of God in a most practical way. Here is another extract from Dr. King's lecture, where he explains how we can use the fifth blessing to send out love to the divas. Next time you do the fifth blessing, especially alone, send out your love, L-O-V-E, but really from your hearts. Not pay any lip service to it, my friends. Don't go through any, only an inaction, but really try to love the divas. You might never see them. Have faith in the fact that they exist but really love them, or love a part of them individually, if you have to, in an unemotional way, in the highest possible way. Uh, and you'll find an interchange of energy like that, and you'll be charged like that. More information about the Fifth Blessing can be found on our website, www.tas.co.nz, or go directly to www.12blessings.org and that's the number 12, 12blessings.org It's a wonderful thing to go out into nature and tune into the energies there either by using the fifth blessing as a focal point or just sitting quietly and sending out love energy. Let's listen to another excerpt from Dr. King as he talks about this. You know... There is no doubt at all that you, you can, especially if you are uh, alone or, or in really congenial company, um, you can, in a wood in spring, uh, have the most uh, elevating uh, and inspired uh, thoughts. Uh, I don't know whether any of you have walked in the country very much. I suppose you have. Uh, the next time you do it, um, get away from the, the, the concrete jungle that man 
as made uh, of parts of this earth and um, try to get off on your own uh, and try to uh, be open it's difficult to explain this but try to be a aware of what is happening but really happening around you when you are really aware you will find a tremendous interchange of energy and you can feel it physically no doubt you can feel it as plain as you can feel a pinprick plain as a matter of fact try to be aware of this tremendous interchange of energy between you and the plant life the trees the hedges the bushes even the grass if you're not aware of it enhance this awareness by actually sending to the trees the bushes and the grass your love and actually try to physically love these things just try it not emotionally love it but try to physically love these things and you will feel this tremendous interchange between you and these things an interchange between you yourself and the divas who are uh, looking after bringing about the vegetable uh, kingdom and this is so easy to do and so uh, thrilling yes thrilling uh, and highly uh, exhilarating because afterwards you give the vegetable kingdom something and you take something from them in return for your gift because you know the vegetable kingdom is extremely generous in fact I tell you they're far far more generous with us uh, than ever we are with them to us they're a commercial asset and something to stuff our bellies with uh, but we are not the same to them so therefore they're extremely generous they will always give of their very best of their very highest of their very greatest uh, vibration and power try this a few times uh, and you, you will find that you will advance a quite a lot uh, by doing this so divas really respond to the good energy we send out try this for yourself next time you go for a walk in the countryside try to feel a real love for nature a real appreciation for the beauty around you. Try to become aware of the fact that life is all around you, expressing itself in countless different ways. Think about the debt we owe the divas for all their work in helping us to gain the experience that karma requires of us. Thank them for their work. Tune in. Allow yourself to be aware of their presence. This can be a really beautiful experience. Any love you send them, they will respond to. You may not see one, few people do, but they will be there and they will appreciate the energy that you send to them. Thanks, Tanya. The Divic Kingdom is such a fascinating subject and it's often so misunderstood. So it's great to have some really good, clear information out there. And I too would recommend that practice that Tanya gave at the end of her talk there, the chance to go out into nature and send out your power to the divas 
and just see what happens. It's a really interesting and it can be a very moving and beautiful experience. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM, brought to you by the Aetherius Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality, because it is wisdom that sets you free. Thank you.